Every year I know we gonna go hard We been that team ever since Bart Starr All my cheese heads go pack go Ain't show with no mercy cutting no slack no I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck Only thing I will Up, oh my gosh, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast And we have an insanely special guest um, on, on this episode, folks Um None other than Green Bay Packers defensive back Tyrell Ford. Tyrell, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. We're absolutely hyped to have you on, man. So thanks for joining us. Welcome to the pod. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me again, like I said earlier. Oh, man, we're we're so happy. I mean, so first question we have to ask first-time guests. Um, it, it, it's a, I think this is a, a softball one on a football podcast. Tyrell, how does it feel to be a Green Bay Packer? Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of people can think about it like being very surreal and everything, but I mean, it's something that I like work my whole life towards. And I mean, like it's, it's obviously awesome. Like it's great opportunity and everything, but I, I feel like it's, it's the next step and I just got to take advantage of it. Yeah, for sure. And Tyrell, you, um, certainly you signed with the Packers on the futures contract back in January, coming off a season in CFL uh, with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that journey then? You said you've worked your whole life to get into the NFL. So just kind of curious if you could share with everyone what that journey was like and, and steps along the way to get here. Yeah, so it's definitely um, an interesting one. Uh, I feel like it's very unique and special in a sense like I've never really played American football. Like I grew up playing at a Canadian high school, Canadian university, and then even playing one year in the CFL and then transitioning to the NFL. So I definitely have still just a lot to learn about the American game in general. Like concepts and stuff are a little bit different and it happens a little bit faster. Um, but yeah, just like, again, I think it's, I, I don't really, I guess, know a lot of people that have like been on the same path I'm on. I think there was one guy maybe a couple of years ago. He was a defensive lineman from, I believe, Manitoba, and he got picked up in the draft. But other than him, I don't know a lot of people that have, like, strictly played Canadian and then transferred over. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, it is. It's a three-down. In Canada, what? It's a three-down uh, uh, game, right? It's not the four-down game. So instantly, that's got to be a massive change on down and distance. Yeah, three downs, bigger field, one extra guy. I mean, definitely, I'd say the NFL has got a little more run heavy because they have the extra down. Um, but again, at the end of the day, it's just football, so just gotta go out there and play. Do you, do you think yeah. it helps you that it's uh, that um, that it is a little bit more run heavy in the NFL with it being an extra down? I mean, with what well, you know, your position it lends itself obviously to the balls in the air, right? And it's a wider field. So, so what is that? You know, not to get too technical right away, but I mean, it is kind of fascinating that we watch a little bit of Canadian football and I mean, that ball seems to be aired out all the time. So, you know, that's, that's your MO is you got to cover the, 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 the pass catchers. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think staying in Canada definitely, um, helped me a little bit. I mean, I, I guess we would definitely say there's, um, a difference in the athletes I'm going against, which I mean, I understand the argument, but. Like the Canadian rules, I feel like are like a little bit harder. Like you can't really go down and press at one. The field's bigger. We only have one safety. So like you kind of have less help, especially again with the field being bigger. The receivers got the run ups. 
and you can't be very physical down the field with receivers either. So it's almost like playing like a like a shadow or a mirror technique where you can't really touch them. So it's a little bit tougher in that sense. But I don't know. Because of the four downs, I feel like, too, in the NFL, you get a lot more play action. So sometimes it can it can carry out a little bit longer. But, I mean, both games got, like, their differences. So, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to ask, too, just going back to that journey, um, I saw your, your twin brother played football with you and all the way through uh, college as well. Is that correct? And um, I, I think you, I think I saw your dad was a coach when you guys were in youth football. So was it always football for you guys? And that was kind of the sport that you always uh, were, were really focused on and, and dreamed of having a future in? Or was there other uh, sports or opportunities that you were involved with earlier on? Um, yeah, for the most part, it was always, um, it was always just football. My dad, like, instilled it in us real early. And, uh, like, we, I remember we played a little bit of basketball here and there, and we did track as well, but we were mostly running track so we could run fast 40s, which, I mean, worked out a little bit, I guess. But, yeah, mainly just football and love every part of it, so. Yeah, for sure. And I, speaking of the 40, um, 4.4240, I saw in the, uh, combine uh, when you came out of of college so that's that's pretty uh spectacular to have that level of speed uh at, at the cornerback position it's somewhat of a necessity but that still is a standout uh at that uh level as well but um additionally you've been a, a kick and punt returner um, so could you tell us a little bit about that background and and how you feel that might translate into this opportunity here with the Packers moving forward um yeah so actually it's it's interesting even Going out to Winnipeg my first year, I was thinking about being like a kick returner, punt returner type thing. But when I got there, we had like the best punt returner and kick returner in the whole league. So it was kind of, I started getting reps at Gunner and, and stuff like that. And it definitely helped me because like, obviously with Green Bay, it's I'm, I'm looking at the same thing. Because like we got Keyshawn Nixon, who's like, you know, he's, he's the return guy. He's returning the ball. And so like, it definitely helped to get those reps at, um, Gunner and stuff in the CFL because in university and high school I was always the return guy so it's just I have a lot to learn there and yeah it goes no so I, I love the I love how humble uh you're being by the well uh, by the way uh, Tyrell so Tyrell's like yeah you know running track it kind of worked out with the speed I mean dude you had I think the fastest uh 40 time in the CFL combine if I'm not mistaken um, you can fly and, and, you know, speed is something that I don't think really you can, you can add to potentially. I don't know. You're faster than I am. So you know better. But, um, at the end of the day, you know, you've got some real speed. Um, and how does that help you as a gunner? I mean, because, you know, I getting jammed at the line, it's such a physical approach, but if you can get past that guy on the coverage units, and we asked that, because as you mentioned, I mean, I think that the key to a roster spot for guys that are, that are coming in that aren't high draft picks or veterans potentially is going to be, you know, potentially through special teams. So how does that speed maybe assist you as you navigate your way through special teams in Green Bay? Yeah. So, well, the, the whole four, four, two, I don't know. It was, it's good, but I, I definitely think I could have ran faster. Like when I was training, I was running faster, but the week before the combine, I got COVID. So it kind of messed me up. And then on top of that, we were doing our combine in the middle of winter and we were in a dome, but the, the heater was broken. Couldn't really warm up very well. Like I remember we were doing one on ones and I had sweatpants and a sweater on under my equipment. 
it was so cold. Um, but yeah, obviously the speed is just like if you can get that step on a guy and then <laughs> you're faster than him, then you're really just running down and it's just tackle practice. Um, but a lot of it is like I definitely gotta get my 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 footwork together off like the releases because I I'm not a receiver. I've been playing DB my whole life, so like I don't really have. I guess a lot in my release packages, but it was something that we were definitely working on in OTAs and something that I think I'm picking up well and see how it translates. So, yeah. So Tyler, what, what was it that prompted you that was it always an NFL dream for you? Because I saw you tried out with the Jaguars too, but I mean, you're in the CFL. So why now, why was this the perfect opportunity or a time in your mind to make the uh, transition from the CFL and try to live that NFL dream? Um, I mean, I don't know if it was perfect timing. I mean, I'm kind of a little bit older now, 25. Um, but I definitely think um, it, it definitely helped with the whole, like I was with my brother a lot. And then when I went up to the CFL, not even so much in a football sense, but just getting used to like being by myself, living by myself, traveling. Um, just cause like football is a big part of it, but, one thing I realized is like, if you're not in the right mental mental space, it doesn't really matter how how good you are. If you're not focused on football and there's other like stuff outside that's bothering you, it, it will affect your play. And just being able to like deal with all that because I know in Winnipeg, definitely once I like got comfortable and was able to figure everything out. Like when you're moving into a place and you gotta figure out, okay, one, where am I gonna live? the internet, getting up the hydro bill and everything set up. So like, it's just stuff like, like outside stuff like that, that can affect your game. But once you're able to get all that out of the way and play football, it becomes a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. And I, I was just going to follow up too. What were your impression, initial impressions of green Bay then when you came in and, and now that, now that you've got basically a full off season program under your belt um, as you're heading into camp, but um, what, what was, was that a big, difference i know you talked a little bit about some of the technical and some of the the just purely football side of things but kind of curious what that transition was like and what the impressions were uh when you stepped into lambeau field yeah so when uh, i first went up there on my my workout i was uh a little shocked at first because we came out there and i didn't know i was supposed to run a 40 so my, yeah my agent didn't tell me they didn't tell me i got there and uh so we were warming up and like, oh, you got 30 minutes. And I was like, okay. And so I'm warming up, taking my time. And then they're like, oh, well, we're kind of tight on time. We got to go. And I was like, I haven't even fully sprinted yet. And so I had, I had to run my 40. And I didn't run as nearly as fast as I did there. I think I ran like a 4.5 something. And I was like, well, and it was only one run. So I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. But then I, I went there and I, I had a good workout. And um, I was just talking like, oh, what do you think I can work on? Because I got a couple more workouts coming up. And they were just like, oh, well, you looked a little stiff in the hips. And I was like, well, I didn't really warm up enough. But um, And just like when I was talking to them, they were like, I could I could tell they liked what they, they seen and like just the facility and everything. And I remember even talking with my agent that they like really care about their players. And I just like, I don't know, I liked everything about it. And I was like, this could definitely be a good fit for me. And I was excited it worked out that way. That's super interesting. Um, 
so when when you're doing that kind of workout situation, who's there? Is that general manager? Is that scouts? You know, what does that look like? Who's kind of there as part of a workout like that? Because you've kind of got a more fascinating route, I would say, than, you know, a draft pick, right? We kind of know the traditional draft picks. What's that look like? Um, I mean, when I showed up, there's, there's just a lot of people there in general, but it's more, I would say, front office people, not so much like head coach or positional coaches. So it's more front office guys. So, hmm. no, that's super cool. Um, so how, how then, how does this come about? How do you get the call that you're going to be heading to Green Bay, uh, even for a tryout? And when did you know that you were, they weren't going to let you leave, uh, Green Bay and that they were going to try to keep you uh, around and, and add you to the futures contract? So it's actually interesting. So one, I didn't, I didn't know any of the workouts I had. My agent would just call me and be like, Oh, well, you're flying out here. And- Three days, be ready. Okay. Um, but so because I was on the C- in the CFL, there was a certain debt, like a certain day where they could sign me. So when I actually went out to Lambeau, it was like I was talking to them and they were definitely like, oh, well, we think you'll get a couple offers just from like teams like the because I worked out for six teams. So like a couple offers and I was like, okay, like sounds like they're definitely interested. So I told my agent that. And then a day before it came time to, uh, sign the teams were all like talking to my agent and he told me oh well well green bay is going to offer you and i was just like okay yeah that's it he's like well do you want to wait and see what the other teams offer you i was like no no no, i'm good like my my dreams play in the nfl and like i got an offer like i don't, I don't need another one I'm, I'm okay i'll sign and then they're like okay well, well we're gonna fly you out tomorrow and i was on a plane flew down there signed and flew home so, yeah for sure that's great and tyro i I don't want to make this weird, like I'm fixating on the speed thing, but um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't come back to this because you've so far you've told us you ran a basically a, a COVID-induced four four two and a non warm up four five. So, like, what's what's your best forty time? I, I just straight up, like, what's what's the time that you expect to put out there uh, under you know normal conditions? Um, I would say I, a lot of times I like to run with lasers. My best time is a four three seven. Wow, my- yeah, so. that's fantastic. And I mean, so then, how what what is it about you know what you're doing um, from special teams to defense and you know the the speed component? You're learning that gunner component. You've got the background and success as a return man. So. How does that all come together? Like, what does success look like? And and what do you think your goals are as you look forward here into training camp and trying to make the most of this opportunity here in Green Bay as as you move forward? Yeah, so I was actually, I got a good friend of mine um, from the CFL, uh, Jamal Parker. Um, and I was just talking to him about it. And, like, it's not like, I try not to make it more than what it is. Like, you know, everybody's like, Oh, how's it going? It kind of gets repetitive because every conversation you have is kind of the same one. Mm-hmm. But uh, he told me something that really stuck with me, and it's just something I've been trying to do. And he's like, "All you got to do is make a play a day. Like stuff's mm-hmm. gonna happen. Every everybody's good, right? So if you get beat, it's it's okay. Just go out there next play. You got to make a play. And so that's all I've been trying to do is just make it make a play a day. Try to try to show him what I can do, and the rest is it is what it is. 
Were there guys you grew up um, admiring, um, either in Canada or at the NFL level? Um, were there guys that you like to play like, or are you your own guy? I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm always curious because Packer fans are going to be, and I know some that have consumed what they can find so far of your your highlights, both at college and at the CFL level. Um, but, you know, folks that are listening to this pod are absolutely dialed in, right? They want to know what's up. So what kind of guy are the Green Bay Packers getting at corner? What's your style? How do you like to play the game of football? I just, I, I love, um, like I, I'm pretty sure I had an interview in the CFL and I just love, I love, I love man coverage just playing one-on-one and just yeah. like, just cause it, it, it gets so personal and it's just, I don't know, it's just like the best part of it. But I don't know, there's like, there's a, ton of people that you look at like you even look at guys on our team like like jaw like there's just so much like i've learned from him already and i was only with him for a couple days but there's like darrell revis champ bailey like there's everybody's got like a little bit of little piece from the game like that you you admire and you try to try to add it into your into your game but at the end of the day you're your own person you kind of got to do what works for you so it's just finding finding what's best for you and go out there and make plays that's what it's all about get the ball yeah, for sure. And the Packers like to have three corners out on the field. A lot of times, even in their base uh, coverages, are you more comfortable on the outside, on the boundaries? Do you like to play in the slot? Do you just like to be anywhere? I mean, I know some guys can play both, but most times guys have a, a little bit more of a, a natural comfort level uh, sometimes on, on, on one part of the field. So just kind of curious where you're most comfortable and where you see yourself projecting um, and lining up most times. Uh, with the Packers. Oh, hello. Sorry, yep. oh, yeah. okay. we no, got really. you back. Yeah. So, did you get that question? I can repeat it if you didn't hear that. Um. So, I'm. I'm. For the most part, I would say, especially coming in, I was probably more comfortable on the outside because, like, that's where I've always played. Was always outside. Like, I never really played um halfback in Canada or anything. Mm-hmm. Um. But I played a little bit of nickel at OTAs, and I, I really didn't mind it. I liked it. It's uh, you're definitely more like included in the game. There's a lot more going on. You got to be definitely more locked in with like if they do a little bit of a motion or like like it can just change. And I don't know it's still it's still the same in a sense where it's just like you're kind of just covering a guy, so it's not too bad. But yeah, I'm definitely comfortable with both. You mentioned Ja. I mean, so so is he truly the greatest trash talker um, uh, that you've ever heard? We always know how prolific he is. Uh, and is that kind of your game as well? I know corners and wide receivers just go at it like cats and dogs. So, you know, are you somebody that's saying words on the field yourself? Or are you somebody that's that's staying quiet and letting your game play? Or what's that look like? Um, I don't really be saying too much until someone says something to me. And obviously, again, yeah, like I said, it could get a little personal. But I like it's all it's part of the game and it's fun and I mean as far as it goes for Jaw like I haven't really really heard him talk trash he's really just like I remember talk he's just he's just a good dude he's just a normal dude we we're just talking having a normal conversation obviously he's not gonna be trash talking me when I'm I'm a DB but I don't know, he's a good dude I haven't heard him trash talk but I'm definitely sure it'd be fun fun to listen to yeah and I I, I don't mean to be cliche but. You're from Niagara Falls, right, in, in Ontario, um, right across from Buffalo. Probably one of the few guys we've had on our podcast that we don't have to ask if you've ever played in cold weather uh, or in, in snow. So um, just kind of curious, though, just uh, to lean into that question, 
Um, do you feel like that gives you a little bit of a, a comfort level, just uh, having probably some experience playing in those elements, um, playing in cold weather, playing in snow, and and coming to Green Bay with with all that might entail? You know, if you get get uh, to be part of that at the end of the season. Yeah, um, I think I think it's definitely a little bit of an advantage. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go out and say that I like playing in the cold because I don't think anybody does. But I mean, I'm definitely adapted to it and I can do it. But I mean, it doesn't matter what the weather is. You still got to go out there and play. So that's the important part. And, you know, we talked about how you came to Green Bay um, through a futures deal. And um, the reality of this game and in this league is that, you know, a number of the guys that signed futures deals uh, the same day you did and some guys that signed, you know, from the practice squad, they're not in Green Bay anymore. It's it's a it's a tough business. Um, and you've stuck. You've stuck through January. You're headed to training camp. But everybody we've heard from, you are an extremely hard worker and a smart, savvy football player. And we'll say that when you're not on the podcast too, Tyrell. We're not just saying it because you're here. Um, so you know, where does that work ethic come from? Where where does that drive come from? Because that's all we hear is that you are a worker and that is a very, very positive thing when, when we keep hearing that over and over again. Yeah, I don't, it's just like, I don't know, I guess there's something inside, like inside of me. Obviously, I love to compete, but the person I compete with the most is myself. And it's just like, even if we're doing conditioning or something, like if I'm going to go out there and do conditioning, I might as well go 100 because it's like, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And like, I don't want to, especially like the opportunity to have is so rare. I don't want to go out there and like, feel like I left anything out there, you know, or else like, I'll be, it'll be a sleepless night for me. So I just got to go out there and give all I have. And then hopefully everything falls into place. Yeah. That's fantastic. Say Tyrell, what about off the field? Just to give Packer fans a little bit of better idea of, who you are as a as a guy, uh, as an individual, not just as a football player. What what are some of your interests? Um, what are some of the things that maybe define you as a uh, individual outside of football? Hmm. Um. Well, I mean, I feel like most most people on the team do, but I play video games not as much as I used to. Like in university, I really used to be a gamer for real, and now I'll just hop on and play every once in a while. Um, but I talk to my, my dad a lot and my twin brother, usually I call them my dad, usually a little longer, usually like an hour and a half a day we talk because he loves to talk. Um, and I'm a bit, I'm a big dog guy. I really love dogs. Um, I have one right now, but she's out in, um, Edmonton with my brother because I'm in a hotel in Green Bay, but hopefully if it all works out and I get my own place down there, then she'll be coming down there with me. She's a little pit bull, a little sweet thing. That's that's so cool. Well, well, Wags has a Labrador, and I have a, a Sharpay. So if you ever need play dates, once you make the roster, you know our dogs are hyped always to hang out. Um, no, that that's um, that's super cool, man. Like, what what are you, Tim Hortons guy, being from Canada? Oh, Wags and I love it. Gotta ask. No, <laughs> how'd you know? Yeah, I've I've uh, kind of have a little addiction to Tim Hortons. I've been- <laughs> Ice cap, a large ice cap almost every day, but I'm trying to cut it out of my diet because it's definitely not good for you. But I love it. I got to go every day. Oh, my God. Our boys that are, are going to listen to this pod are going to love that. Some of our best pals. We, we, uh, we've been to Canada a number of times, and, you know, for vacation, and we crush 
the Timmy Horton. So that's awesome to hear that you're a Tim Hortons fan yourself. I love it. Everybody's like, I like, cause even my university, I don't really, cause I've always been on campus type thing. And like, they're like, you don't really know your way around the city. I'm like, no, not really. But I can tell where I am based off the Tim Hortons. <laughs> city, I know where I'm at. I'm like, one down the street. They're like, yeah. So. Well, that's, 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 I gotta say, I not only have crushed the Tim Hortons, it was my only source of communication, um, a constant Wi-Fi hookup spot in some yeah. of my travels to Canada, the only consistent way to be connected to the outside world. But, um, so Tim Hortons is, is great for many things, not just the food. So, um, so I, I just a free advertisement for, for all of our Tim Hortons, uh, north of the border. Um, but ty- yeah, go ahead, Dan. No, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious, you know, we're talking about non-football. Are you a music guy? I love talking, you know, hearing if what you're into. What are you, what are you vibing to? What do you, what do you listen to before games? But also like, is it different than like your day to day? What are you into? Yeah. Um, a lot of people really don't like, I'm not everybody like, you know, I feel like it's kind of mainstream, like Drake or, people like that but i really listen i listen to two people i just listen to uh rod wave and tusi and not a lot of people know them but that's that's really about it and it doesn't matter if it's before a game or not i really just stick to my two people and that's about it yeah <laughs> that's some good that's some good advice we'll have to check it out i don't know who either are to be honest but i'm also almost 40 tyrell so like you know i'm not necessarily the maybe the demographic either <laughs> So you're in Green Bay right now, in a hotel in Green Bay. So you 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 doing your workouts uh, at the facilities, then heading into camp, or were you about to head out of town, or, or was uh, there any particular reason you were in Green Bay? Are there other guys up there uh, at the hotel with you right now that are doing workouts or that are in town for the same reason? So actually, I'm back home right now. Uh, OTAs ended. Oh, I misheard you. I'm sorry. I thought you said you were at a hotel in Green Bay. Oh, I no, apologize. I'm down there yeah. But yeah, so I'm at home right now. Actually, I just got back from Cancun and I was on a little vacation. So nice. Yes. Hot out there. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, it's good to be grinding, but it's also good to get away for a little bit. So uh, hopefully you're able to enjoy the rest of your time uh, before you head back to Green Bay. Um, so sorry for my misunderstanding. Well, that. So and, I'm yeah. still grinding, though. I'm at my university, and I, I, I can get the receivers out there and stuff and a quarterback. So like even today, I was doing one-on-ones for like 30 minutes. Kind of a lot of reps, but like, I mean, when I go back, I got to make sure. Like I said, I make a play a day, so. Yeah, for sure. Is there any one particular thing? You said you asked for feedback uh, after your workout, uh, your initial workout. Um, any feedback that you got from any of your position coaches uh, for what they wanted to see you work on before you came back for training camp? Um, the, Like uh, the biggest thing that I knew, like I was already messing up, it's like when we're going over film, it's, I've made the mistake a couple of times, but just uh, working on my press coverage, I would open the gate a lot, um, but I like. I'm not too surprised. I didn't. I've been really pressed since like my second year of university, but it's something I've been working on a lot, and I can't wait to get back to Green Bay and just show them that I've been working on it and how much I've improved. Cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll tell you what. I, I think Dane mentioned the hard work out there. Um, everybody's so talented. I don't care 
how high a draft pick you are, someone undrafted. Everyone on that team is and on that roster is so talented. So a hard work ethic, being coachable, keeping yourself together, uh, communicating well with the coaching staff, being there watching film. Some of those are little things are are what we know. Everybody knows that that can set you apart. So um, you know, uh, really uh, good to hear that you've kind of got the right right track and approach. And um, I think hopefully that's something that can take you a long way. Yeah. And, and I've got one more question for you, Tyrell, and I want to be mindful of your time. But, um, you know, we know that one and two are Ja and Razul Douglas, right? I mean, and, and Eric Stokes coming back, Eric Stokes, excuse me, coming back from injury. Um, so this is a, a cornerback room that there's a lot of talent, we think, uh, up and down the cornerback room. Um, not necessarily after kind of a, a few guys, the, the most proven quote unquote talent. There's a lot of guys that we think have a lot of opportunity, yourself included. So I'm just curious, you know, do you look around and, and are you counting heads when you head back? Um, or are you somebody that's going in and just going to go in? do your job and like you said, make a play a day and then just make it as difficult as humanly possible for this coaching staff, because you know, that there as much talent as there is, there's so much opportunity out there in front of you right now. Yeah. So I think we got about 10, 10 corners and we're probably going to keep like maybe five or six, but like, I'm, I'm not really counting heads. Like I want to see everybody in that room be successful you know, like they're all, they're all my guys. Like we were just together for two months and everything. So I'm just, I'm just taking that approach that I'm just going to give it all my, like give it all I have, try to make that play a day. And if it works out, it works out. If not, it's got to figure out what the next step is. Yeah, that's fantastic. And honestly, Tyo, I think that's probably a pretty good note to end on. So thank you so much uh, for joining us and giving us some of your time here uh, and your personal time uh, in the off season. And uh, we're really looking forward to camp preseason and seeing uh, your opportunities out in the field. So best of luck to you. And we'll be rooting for you as we move forward. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. And thank you, Tyrell. And if, before you go, can you just give us a quick go pack go? Go pack go. Go pack go. Tyrell Ford, cornerback, Green Bay Packers. Thank you, Tyrell. Have a great night. Good luck at camp. You too. Take it easy. Thank you. Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads go pack go. Ain't show with no mercy, cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll leave it with your good luck. Only thing I will say.